0: You're listening to the ESO network, your station for all things geek.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo. Welcome listeners, I'm your regular host, Sean, and with me today is...
0: Tracy.
1: And do you realize that you got a promotion this past week? I did. Yes. Did? And yes. Yes, you're now a co-administrator administer <gasps>
0: right. on
1: the Soul Forge Facebook page, mm-hmm. which all our listeners should be following.
0: Oh, well, I'm sure they all are.
1: Yes. And I... if
0: they're not, they will be now.
1: Yes, exactly. They'll go
0: to Facebook and follow the Soul Forge podcast.
1: Because we share a lot of uh, positivity memes, Mm
0: -hmm, we we
1: share fun stuff, absolutely irreverent humor. Uh huh. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, because I figured, you know what, I I need help doing the page, (laughs) and and you have a lot of people that you know, and whenever you share stuff, we get more reach. Global domination is the goal, so. We'll start small, we'll start slow.
0: You didn't tell me that when you asked me to be an administrator.
1: Surprise!
0: (laughs) Okay, whatever.
1: Okay, so uh, today we're actually recording at your house again, Mm -hmm. which is my temporary recording studio at times. Yeah. Uh, Today is my birthday. Yay, happy birthday! Thank you. Uh, So today, as we're recording, it's September 3rd, 2018. I turned 42, At 1234 Mm -hmm. p.m. Yep. I'm not quite sure I've got all the information (laughs) from the universe and everything.
0: Yeah. There was no, like, magical transformation that I noticed. Me neither.
1: I didn't feel anything. No. Maybe it happens over the day.
0: Maybe. Maybe by the end of this 24 hours of September 3rd, you'll know everything. Could
1: very well be. You'll
0: have all the answers.
1: Yes. And we could very well do a podcast all about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but Paul and I actually did that for episode 42. Oh. So we don't have okay. to do that today. Right. It's just I turned 42 today. Right. Uh, today's episode 65, and what are we talking about?
0: Other people's kids.
1: We're going to talk about other people's kids. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, how, how we uh, build relationships with them, how they mm-hmm. react to us.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so when basically, not just other people's kids, like the people that you're dating.
0: Right. Yes. Like being almost like a step-parent or in that role.
1: Right. Yeah. Whether you're married or not, you, right. be- you become that parental mm-hmm. figure. Yeah. Or step-parent figure or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's a topic that's wide open. Yeah. And um, I have a lot of experience with.
0: I have uh, only one, my current uh, stepson experience. Yes. But I do have... That experience and things I can share, so. Well, let's talk about that first. Okay, sure.
1: So, you married your husband uh, this past December. Yep. So, about eight months ago-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've got a six-year-old stepson. Yep. And how is that experience?
0: Um, Not as I thought it would be. How so? Uh, Growing up and even as a younger adult, You hear about how hard it is to have a blended family and uh, kids not getting along with step parents and things like that. And I always kind of didn't understand why, why, why doesn't everybody just get along? Like you just love that child like you love your own child. What's the, what's the big deal? Why is it so hard?
1: If it worked for the Brady Bunch, why can't it work in real life? Right.
0: Exactly. That's how I live my life. (laughs) Just, Just like the Brady Bunch. Right. Um,
1: Marsha, Marsha, Marsha.
0: Right. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, just call me Marsha from now on. Okay. It was really, it was, I really have had a great experience, I have to be honest. It's like, been great? It has been great. Um, my stepson was just before he turned two, before, when I met him. So he's was quite young. He doesn't really remember anything a time before, before me. Right. Uh, and he even, when we were talking about his birth at one point, Mentioned that I was there, and so I had to explain to him, no, I didn't meet you until later in life. But it's been a good experience overall. However, I do notice myself treating him a little bit differently in certain situations than your own children, right? And it's very subconsciously. I don't actively make that decision, but then once I've done it or said it, then I'm like, okay, wait a second, would I have done that if that were my kid or?
1: Do you treat him more or less strict, or just different somehow?
0: I think probably a little bit more strict. I'm not, it's hard to say because I have I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before. I have an awful awful memory, so whereas things you know how you said you were born at twelve thirty four, I don't know what time my kids were born, and uh, like I and not because I don't love them, I just don't remember, and is, I don't.
1: Isn't it written down somewhere? I don't you know. know. That, I, Because I only know because it was written down somewhere and my mom showed me the paper, which I don't know where that is, but... Yeah, I don't know. Okay.
0: But, so I don't remember exactly how strict I was with each child and, and things like that. And I know I was kind of on the strict side, but now I wonder... So it makes, it just makes you think, like, am I being too strict with them? Am I more strict than when with my own kids? And so things like that. And it's just, it is a lot more complicated than one would think. It just seems to be, like, well, why can't everybody just get along? And it's they not just, quite like that.
1: It's, no, because real life is a lot different from TV.
0: Yeah. So I have that experience with my stepson, and then there's also the experience I have with my husband and my kids, who are much older. Yes. So now they are 12, 16, and uh, my daughter's 20, almost 21. But we met f- over four years ago. So they're a lot older than two. They you know, all very well remember their dad and I being together and what happened when we separated. And so that's a very different situation. Of course. Not only that, it's I think it's easier for a woman to bond with children than a man to bond with somebody else's children. I believe that. Yeah? Yes. Okay. And plus two of my children are girls. So that even more makes it difficult.
1: Two of the three of your children are girls. Yeah. Right. So...
0: So it's that's been an interesting situation. My husband isn't very close to any of the kids.
1: Okay. Because um, they were also older at the time, right? And they had their dad, and mm-hmm. this, who's this guy coming in? And mm-hmm. right. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it wasn't great at first. With with especially the oldest two, the younger one was kind of too young, and and that. But uh, yeah, so it's been it's been interesting trying to watch that relationship. Develop? Change and develop, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I wouldn't say at this point it's a real close relationship or anything, but especially with my youngest, um, she's now a lot more open to him and teases him and has fun with him and stuff like that. So it
1: took a while. It
0: did take a while, quite a while. And And that's
1: the youngest one. mm -hmm. So the older two.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if it'll ever really be that stepdad type relationship. It's more my mom's husband.
1: Yep, makes sense.
0: Which is different. It is. Same but different.
1: Because uh, my mom's last relationship, Mm -hmm. uh, when they got together, I was 19.
0: Yeah.
1: But my youngest brother was nine.
0: Oh, okay. So they they were
1: way closer. Mm -hmm. I was already way at school. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that kind of close bond with them as they did, as the younger two did. So Mm -hmm. Especially the youngest. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So a lot about okay. age.
0: Yeah, I agree. And gender with the parent and the child, I think, does play a role as well. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had some experiences.
1: I have had multiple experiences okay. with other people's children.
0: Other people's kids, yeah.
1: Before I get into that, let's play a promo for another podcast on the ESO Network. Perfect. Hey gang, are you looking for another podcast to listen to? Well, you're in luck. The Nerdy Laser is a podcast, and we specialize in 90s nerd culture, but we don't leave anything out. If something is cool and nerdy, we will talk about it. So join myself, Richard Yule, and a variety of
0: guests on the Nerdy Laser podcast, available on iTunes, Podbean, and the ESO Network.
1: And that's a great podcast. Now, let's get back to other people's kids. Okay. All let's right. Do it. So, I have had some experience with other people's kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Where are you going to start? Let's start at the beginning. Okay. Because I'll go in chronological order because it's easier for me to remember that way. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, when I was 25 or 26 years old, mm-hmm. I had decided I'm at the quarter life. Uh, Quarter century life (laughs) point, I need to start a family. Mm. Uh, And then I met Lynn, and she already had two kids. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember their ages exactly, but the boy was like 10 or 12, and the girl was like six or something.
0: When you were 25?
1: When I was 25. Okay. Because she was four years older than me. Okay. So she was, yeah, 29, I was 25, or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. roughly. And she couldn't have any more kids. Okay. So I, I thought about it a long time. Mm-hmm. and did I want to get involved with this woman? If I couldn't have any more kids with her, mm-hmm. you know, and we were going to be together forever, because mm-hmm. I was 25 and naive, and then <laughs> I didn't know how life was going to work out. Right. Uh, so I called my stepdad. Okay. And Because uh, he had no kids of his own, and my mom already had the three of us. Right. She couldn't have any more. So I talked to him for a long time, and I said, mm-hmm. I've met this woman, and I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. She can't have any more kids. Do you regret not having kids? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I've got you three boys Right. I never thought I was gonna have kids of my own anyway.
0: So, so it worked out for him. So it
1: worked out for him. It okay. was all good, and so I'm like, okay, I can see that. Yeah. So I proceeded with the relationship. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, the kids were bad. <laughs>
0: okay. That's all I can say. Okay. Like bad, like not listening. Bad, like causing trouble.
1: Causing trouble, not listening, just okay. being weird. Like the boy would uh, stand in like a doorway.
0: Okay.
1: And climb it up like a spider. Okay. He would, uh, not bad, just weird, mm-hmm. um, the girl would take her clothes, dump them out into the bathtub just because, Whoa. and make messes, and not listen, mm-hmm. and, and this is going back 15 years, so it's hard to remember, Right. because I've, oh, they would go into the basement, into my collectible totes, and oh. open up the packages. <gasps> and oh, that's not cool. That's my stuff, mm-hmm. my collectibles, you don't touch that, and they knew, but they did anyway.
0: But they're kids.
1: They were kids. <laughs> yeah. So... I think what it was is, at that age, I wasn't really ready for a ready-made family, even though I thought I might be. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, that relationship didn't last very long. It lasted about a year and a half. Okay. So, then I was single for a bit, and then I met Trish, mm-hmm. and she had an eight-year-old daughter. Right. And she was a pretty good kid. The okay. Only, the only thing that was annoying about uh, Dakota was that uh, she had a messy bedroom. Okay. And when she would have a bath, she would lay down, put her ears under the water, and sing at the top of her lungs. <laughs> so, so not bad. Not too
0: bad. No. Just funny,
1: annoying. Yeah. And hilarious yeah. all at the same time.
0: A lot funnier now that she's older.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so so she was a good kid. Right. And then uh, Trish and I proceeded with our relationship when mm-hmm. we had Bishop. Mm-hmm. And that was all good. And, okay. And that relationship lasted almost nine years. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Uh, and then after that, uh, I... Got with Bridget. Yep. Who already had three kids of her own.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And the two oldest ones were boys, and the youngest one was, uh, I think, a three-year-old at that point, the okay. daughter was. Yeah. Uh, and I never got close to the boys. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was difficult, because they were older. Yeah. And they had their own fathers. They'd been so through so much with Bridget that they didn't really care for some new guy, right? Okay. So And then the daughter would test me.
0: Oh uh, yeah, because in what way?
1: Well, uh, I would tell her not to do something, mm-hmm. but then she would go and immediately do it.
0: Oh yeah, see what was gonna she, happen.
1: Right, and she was only three or four. Wow! But that lasted for a full year. Okay. So.
0: Her own way of it, the adjustment period, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, and so with the with the boys, uh, we would play video games and stuff, but they pretty much kept to themselves.
0: Okay. And so there were no like issues with, not, relationships. It just you, you never got close. It was just like.
1: It was it was not easy because okay. they had been through so many things, and I didn't really know how to get close to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, how was their relationship with your mom, their yeah. mom, excuse me, and how did that affect your relationship with them and with her?
1: Well, uh, they were super close to their mom. Okay. Yeah.
0: Did they like? Were they? well behaved and did you know
1: uh they were mostly well behaved okay yeah yeah as yeah. expected
0: i guess
1: right yeah they messy rooms and they mm-hmm. didn't want to clean up but what kid does mm-hmm. so just typical stuff okay um they, they weren't swearing or fighting or stealing or any of that stuff they weren't going into my collectibles so <laughs> okay uh, that, that was okay yeah. Uh, yeah there was no real problem We just we weren't close right and uh, the, the daughter tested me and and stuff and Mm -hmm. sometimes she would be all sweet and you know cuddly and stuff but most of the time she would just just do things to spite me just just to (laughs) test me so it it didn't really make me angry it was just like i know what you're doing and it's annoying just stop you know Uh so that was fine Uh, and then that relationship ended as all my relationships do (laughs) and then uh uh i just i dated some random people for short amounts of time Mm -hmm. um I dated a girl named Chantel for a few mm-hmm. months and she had three daughters
0: oh okay wow. and
1: yeah and uh, they, they were good kids they liked me they liked when I came over so I had no trouble with that
0: were they younger?
1: Uh, I think the youngest one maybe was either six or eight and the oldest one was like 13 okay so that was fine we, yeah. watched, we watched cartoons and stuff yeah and whatever yeah uh, and then Terry's daughter was mm-hmm. six years old uh, she loved me Okay. She was a handful.
0: Yeah? Oh, boy. In what way? Uh,
1: she wouldn't listen. There was probably a good foot or two of mess in her bedroom. Oh. At all times. Okay. You know, But she wasn't a bad kid. She was hyper.
0: Mm-hmm. But she was
1: okay. She was sweet. Just just messy. Okay. But I don't remember having any issues with her in particular. So that was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I got with Cheryl. Yeah. And her daughter just turned nine yesterday.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: and i uh, so t- that's now the beginning of September. I moved in with her at the beginning of November last year, mm-hmm. uh, and that kid doesn't like me at all. Oh. Yeah.
0: How does she display that, um, or how do you? How do I know? Receive that, yeah. Uh, I don't like it,
1: but uh, <laughs> what what it is is um, she had a playroom mm-hmm. where all her toys were set up. And she could play it whatever time she wanted to, when it was how she wanted. But then I moved in, Mm -hmm. and there wasn't enough room for all the stuff I had, so I had to take over half the playroom.
0: Oh. so
1: I put my computer in there for my podcasting.
0: Right.
1: And so she doesn't go into her playroom anymore, even though it's still stuffed with toys, but she's resentful.
0: Right. And
1: she is also resentful that I've taken her mom away from her,
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: they were Mm -hmm. always together... Because Mm -hmm. Cheryl hadn't been with anybody for a few years after she broke up with the kid's dad, right? Yeah. So there's here I come, taking over her space.
0: You're like the enemy. I'm
1: the enemy taking over her mom. Right. You know, so she uh, she doesn't really do anything bad other than just ignore me a lot.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. And and
1: give me looks, and uh, when when I talk to her, she won't answer.
0: So you don't have conversations. I try.
1: And, and sometimes when she lets her guard down and forgets that she hates me, it's okay. <laughs> and we can watch some TV together and whatever. Okay. But then she remembers, oh, yeah, I don't like this guy. Right. And then, it, you know, so... And, and I always th- find, though, getting into a relationship with somebody, it's easier for me mm-hmm. to bond with the daughters. Yeah. Than it is with the sons. Oh, okay. And the reason for that is because that the boys think they're the man of the house.
0: Oh, I see. Or
1: they're really close to their dad. And here comes this guy. Right. He's trying to take over my role now. Right. Be the man of the house. Be Hmm. with my mom. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and even when I was a kid, and I had a stepdad, my brother Robin's dad. Yeah. I was seven, and I I was the tattoo guy. Yeah. Okay.
0: Canon. Canon.
1: Yes, exactly. So you have a good memory. (laughs) Okay. And, uh, at first, I thought he was the coolest guy ever. Mm-hmm. But then he moved in, Okay. and he was mean. And he'd uh, he'd sit and make things out of leather for the strippers or right. for the bikers <laughs> or yeah. whatever. And uh, he'd, he'd smoke cigarettes constantly. Mm-hmm. And there'd be a mess everywhere. And, and your mom's coming home in 10 minutes. Clean up this mess. But it was his mess oh. that he wanted us to clean up. Oh. So I grew to resent him Right. because I didn't want to do his stuff.
0: So your initial idea of a stepparent wasn't, I mean, initially initially when they met, but as a child, yeah. was not positive. No,
1: it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I, I think it's easier for me to bond with the daughters of my okay. girlfriends than it is with the sons, because I can see from the son's perspective, right. here's this guy
0: that makes sense. taking
1: over my life. Yeah. I don't like this at all. And it also depends on the age.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, if uh, if the kid was like one or two or three. Mm-hmm. It'd be fine because then I'd always be there. But right. Once they hit like seven or eight or ten, mm-hmm. then the resentments come in. Yeah. Most of the time when it comes to a daughter, it, they're okay. They don't mind. Except for Bridget's daughter and Cheryl's daughter. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but but Dakota and I, uh, Trisha's daughter, mm-hmm. we, we got along great. Mm-hmm. So. Do I mean, you
0: still get along?
1: Yeah, we still do.
0: Good.
1: So. Good. Yeah.
0: Hmm. It's so interesting to actually be in that situation, and I mean, you have the perspective from the child mm-hmm. having a step parent, and then also being in a relationship with a woman who has children. Exactly. So your perspective is interesting.
1: And, and the thing is, ever since Lynn and everybody after her, they've all had kids oh, okay. because it's very rare at this age now, yeah. and even mm-hmm. mid twenties and up. Mm-hmm. Most, most girls have kids.
0: have kids by that age. Yeah.
1: So it's very rare yeah. when they don't. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I remember when I was first single. uh, There were men who, when they found out I had three kids and my oldest, I think at the time was about fifteen, that they didn't want to have anything to do with me anymore. And I can't blame them. And that's a lot of responsibility. And Mm -hmm. when you're meeting someone, I wasn't meeting people just to have short relationships if, you know, eventually, hopefully this turns into something great yeah. uh, and long-lasting. And I don't want to... I wouldn't want to have dated somebody that uh-huh. didn't want to deal with that because obviously kids come first. So.
1: It's a package deal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're not going anywhere.
1: And exactly. And being with Lynn, mm-hmm. even though her kids were the worst of all the bunch, mm-hmm. but that was the first step-type family that I was involved with because right. before that I was... It was college and stuff, and yeah. they didn't have kids. Yeah. So that was like, wow, okay. So that was like the, uh, the starter package, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> the trial by fire, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Okay, so these are some really bad, awful kids, and I wish I had a better memory of what it was, but that's mm-hmm. a that's long time ago.
0: I, I think you mentioned it quickly, but do you think that your age at the time had a lot to do with it?
1: Uh, yeah, I was probably more intolerant, because you know I was 25, 26. Yeah. And sure, I was thinking I was ready to settle down, but it was mm-hmm. overwhelming. And these kids were all over my stuff, touching things. Mm-hmm. Like, I had my space before, right? Yeah. And then my things are being touched. Yep. What the heck? Okay. So.
0: so then after you had Bishop, do you think your tolerance level was different?
1: I think so. Because, yeah. well, that was my kid, right? Yeah. So I could, I could train him the way I wanted to. And mm-hmm. he, knew, he knew not to touch my stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and the funny thing is, later I found out he would touch my things, but he was super careful, and he would put the thing back into the dust hole. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, that's pretty awesome. Yes. That's he's, pretty a, he's,
1: he's a clever little guy. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: So but what I meant, though, was do you think that having a child of your own made you more tolerant
1: of other people's kids? Oh, more than likely. Yeah. I would think so. Mm-hmm. Because once you have the experience yourself, right. and it's, it's your flesh and blood. Yeah. you can uh, be more empathetic towards other people's kids. For sure. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, I think so too. But, yeah, it still is so tricky. There are so many things that can cause issues. Um, you know, one thing that my husband and I argue about is how much time on the iPad that my stepson has. Right. Or when my daughter's giving me attitude and then how his reaction is to that. and Oh, so, wow. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: because... Uh, for example, uh, Cheryl's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, talks back to her mother okay. in such a way that if I had talked to my mom like that, I would have had a wooden spoon broken over my head or my ass mm-hmm. and mm. uh, Cheryl has decided to choose her battles and ignore some of it, but my anxiety and my blood pressure go up mm-hmm. and I get mad at the kid and I want to yell at her and say, you don't talk to your mother like that, right. but Cheryl's choosing to ignore certain aspects of that, and mm-hmm. so it's not my place, right? Mm-hmm. So people have different ways of raising their kids. Yeah. So...
0: For sure, it, it definitely makes things hard. You know, even things as far as bedtimes and how they, you know, what how you're going to react when they're not eating their supper or how much time you're going to make them spend outside. And just, there's so many things involved in parenting and I find it different with somebody that's not... that. I don't know, maybe people that are... Um, biolo- both biological parents of children have these issues too but I didn't as much as now that I'm with somebody else with the child
1: right because yeah. you and your first husband had the kids together mm-hmm. so you could raise them together in your style that you would develop together mm-hmm. because it was right from the beginning right and so you could mold it that way right but here comes your husband with his his child that you didn't help raise and he was raising the son with his
0: Mm-hmm. Ex-wife? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. they were married? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they had their own style,
0: mm-hmm. and now you
1: guys are together, and it's different styles. Yeah. And you have to go that way. And so.
0: I, I, I do sympathize with him to come into a relationship with a, an, an older woman with three kids, one of them being a teenage girl. That, that can't be easy. No, I bet it's not. For uh, uh, he, when we met, he was 29, so.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes, because he's seven years younger than you right that's true so there's even a bit of the the age gap generation right not a lot because technology and stuff and we were all raised now but Mm -hmm. still there's a there's a difference seven seven years is a good amount yeah so
0: yeah it's definitely it's definitely come up (laughs) i bet it has yes (laughs) yeah right Mm -hmm. so
1: so in conclusion Mm -hmm. other people's kids are quite a topic yeah and I think uh, a lot of it has to do with communication and tolerance and understanding and uh, figuring it all out together and trying not to freak out.
0: Yeah. I think a, a good tip would be for parents, any parents, whether it's other people's kids or your own, is to have those conversations before issues arise. Because if something happens in the heat of the moment and then you haven't discussed how you want to deal with things that's when, you know, feelings may be hurt and and things
1: like that. And you have to, uh, what is it called? You have to present a united front in front Mm -hmm. of the kid so that they don't see that you're arguing and then they drive a wedge between you guys. Right. So that's important to remember too.
0: Yeah. You know what, Sean? Tell me. I think that uh, whoever is listening, if they've had some experiences, that they should share with us on the Facebook
1: page. They should. Yeah. Yes, they can definitely share it uh, by going to facebook.com soulforgepodcast. They could tweet at us
0: okay, great. At,
1: at soulforgepod, or they could email us soulforgepodcast at gmail.com.
0: Fantastic. I want to hear some stories.
1: Me too. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's our episode for this week. Thanks again for being my co-host. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for coming by and listening to our stories. If you have anything to share, please do. And remember, don't let someone dim your light simply because it is shining in their eyes. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Contact the show by emailing soulforgepodcast at gmail.com or by tweeting soulforgepod on Twitter. Visit us at soulforgepodcast.com and remember, the best way to show your support is by leaving a five-star review in the iTunes store. And, if you would, please check us out and like us on Facebook. The Soulforge Podcast was written, produced, scored, edited, engineered, and directed by Sean Vanderloo. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. For more great content, you can listen to my other podcast, The Rusted Robot. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. I could do this all day.